Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast brought to you by whatever favorite snack the significant person in your life chose to make you after school. What was yours? Mine was uh, when I was real little and I would get home from like kindergarten, my mom would make me banana wheels, which is just a banana that you slice up, you know, into a wheel shape. Is there a topping? Yeah, you put peanut butter on it. That feels like... An individual peanut butter... (laughs) scoop on each one that feels like a, a thing that doesn't need to be named you know like oh yeah a banana wheel it's just a banana slice yeah. sounds delicious it was delicious sometimes she put sprinkles on it if i did a good job at school oh wow that was a pretty big deal that's amazing did you have one did i no most of my snacks came individually wrapped uh <laughs> sadly i think that's a perfect example of the dichotomy <laughs> between us as presented on this show you had a, a lovingly made banana wheel sometimes with sprinkles and I had, uh, in my mother's way of showing her love, which was no less valid, you know, a kudos bar or um, a chewy bar, and especially later when they started dipping the chewy bars in chocolate, where it's like the original chewy bar, at least can you can pretend it's a health food, <laughs> and then they've dunked it in cho- some sort of chocolate polymer that perfectly yeah. coats it. But that's okay. And I'd listen, I was at home eating my banana wheels, probably wishing for a chewy bar. <laughs> so. Listen, everyone has a different love language. Your mom's included high fructose corn syrup. (laughs) Okay, speaking of love languages, have you ever seen... The X-Men animated series? Sure have not. What do you know about the X-Men? I know they're mutants, and I know that they're... Teacher, principal, dad, figure, uh, is Charles Xavier, and he looks kind of like you when you shave your beard, but he's in a wheelchair. Hang on, which live-action actor do I look most close to right now, Charles Xavier? It's, it's Patrick Stewart, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna really like that comparison when you're old. So I know that uh, Charles Xavier like wheels around and he teaches them life lessons. I know that sometimes the mutants wild out. I don't know. They misbehave. I've seen the X-Men movies. You've seen most of the X-Men yeah. movies, I think, I feel right? like the X-children sometimes misbehave. Aren't we all X-children now that we're adults? <laughs> True. You know, they're just trying to figure out what it's like to be different in the world, um, which is like a nice allegory for, for growing up. And Can you name like a lineup of X Men? Oh yeah, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He's got claws that come out and like. Do you know the noise they make in the comics? Whoop! Snitch. Oh, that. That was close. Um, can you imagine if they went whoop? <laughs> It'd be very scary. <laughs> you wouldn't expect um, it. And he's like a beefy guy, right? And he's played by Hugh Jackman. Anyone else in the Storm. lineup? Storm. Storm. Okay. Yep, she controls the weather. Uh-huh. She's cool. What else? What else? What else? Wolverine There's... and Storm. Any other iconic X Men? And you got Professor Xavier. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I do. Just let me think for a sec. Oh, we got Jean Grey, and her eyes get all scary, and she's like, and then she kills everyone. Okay. Do you know any villains? Magneto. Okay. I know about him. He is played by Ian McKellen, and he had a really messed up childhood, and then he realized he was magnetic. Remember when I was reading the old X-Men comics, and I showed you that page where he flies away? Oh, yeah, and he flies away, and he says, I shall never return. We're (laughs) going to put that up on our uh, social media. It's a really good, yeah, find us on social media. What's that really dense guy who can't stop running? Quicksilver? No, dense. He's big. Dense. Oh, you know about that guy? Yeah. The juggernaut? Yeah. What do you know about him? I don't really know much. I just know that when he starts moving, he can't stop moving. <laughs> Did you know that he's Professor X's, like, stepbrother? Oh, that's nice for him. It just feels like a large age gap. Well, good for Professor X's mom. You know about the juggernaut, but not, like, 
Well, I won't even say. There are some main oh God, major. Are you making fun of me? Yes, there are major. Um, ca- sorry, I, I usually. What about the guy with the eyes? Yeah, that's who I'm thinking. Have any I was eyes. literally about to say, you know about the juggernaut, but not Cyclops. And I apologize because I do hate. I I, I don't want to be that person who. How how do you gatekeeping the X instead of judging you for not seeing it? I should be excited to show it to you. Yeah. It was just kind of shocking that Cyclops, who's like basically the leader of the X Men, got left off your list. But the juggernaut, who is he's like a meme, uh, and I guess he's a pretty famous what guy. Kind of- an anticipatory set is this you know I'm you re- say what do you know and then you're like ha you don't know about it <laughs> <laughs> all right kate you ready for some background yeah so the animated series we're gonna watch today from the 90s was created by or developed by or adapted for tv by eric lewald sydney i want her that's a great name <laughs> how do you and spell it i want her capital i want her Ivanter? oh i hadn't thought about that maybe i don't know and mark edens i want her i hardly know her oh and uh Let's go back, though. That's the animated show. I want to do the quickest history of the X-Men ever. You seem to know the movies pretty well. I think together we watched just about all of them, except we couldn't get through the newest, what was it, Dark Phoenix movie. But we saw the old Dark Phoenix movie, because that's how you knew about Jean Grey killing everyone, I guess. (laughs) Starting with Fantastic Four number one, back in the 60s, Kate. The first issue of the Fantastic Four. Marvel Comics had this legendary run of successful new comic book characters and series. We now call this the Silver Age of Comics. The Golden Age was the late 30s through the 50s when DC Comics had Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. And then the Silver Age is this like resurgence in the 60s due to Marvel. So people are like lapping up all of Marvel's output uh, because they had all these characters with tons of personality and they were usually kind of relatable, unlike the DC characters who are like godlike and unrelatable. And just brooding. Yeah, the like, Marvel characters oh, are God. Bright. Like if I just see Batman just hunched over in a corner one more time like <laughs> monologuing to himself and we've seen it and, i'm tired right and that's what marvel that's what stan yeah. lee was saying over at marvel listen r.i.p and um there was also like a little bit of social commentary put on top of all this too so it's like they're late for geometry and they're being discriminated against and they have superpowers you know kids loved it everybody loved this stuff so, in 1963, they do another new series. Stanley and Jack Kirby put out X-Men number one, featuring a team of mutants led by Professor Charles Xavier, made up of Scott Summers as Cyclops, Marvel Girl, which is Jean Grey, Angel, which is Warren Worthington III, Beast. Great name. Hank McCoy, uh, who at this oh, point... Oh, that's Kelsey Grammer. I know yes, him. Yes. At this point, though, when he was created, he's just a big guy. He's, it's hilarious because he's not blue and hairy. He's just a big guy with big feet. Who has the powers of the beast? That's uh, kind of weird. And Iceman, who's Bobby Drake. In the first issue, they battle Magneto, and it has tons of potential social commentary about the era. You know, the mutants are discriminated against. Mm-hmm. Professor X wants to train young mutants to help humans, but Magneto thinks mutants are superior to regular humans. There's like this MLK versus Malcolm X thing going on. There's a lot going on. Everybody reads in something meaningful to this. Is it gay rights? Is it civil rights? Is it whatever? Or is it just like you said, just growing up and being different? So the series goes on for a while, but after a little bit it gets stale, they stop making new stories and they're just reprinting the old ones because they kind of ran out of steam. But then, in 1975, the series is revived, starting with an issue called Giant-Sized X-Men number one. The characters are not gigantic in this. Giant-Sized X-Men means the comic book is longer than normal. It's a big comic book. It has more pages than normal. That's why it's called Giant-Sized. The title makes it seem like they're all big. And this issue introduces a new team who's gonna, who are going to take over and become iconic. So in 1975, we get Storm, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, and Banshee, and a bunch of other pretty famous X-Men. They're mostly brand new characters, although like Wolverine had been around for I think a year or so before this, but almost all new characters. All right, written by Len Wein and drawn by Dave Cockrum. Then a new writer, Chris Claremont, takes over as the writer of X-Men comics with this new team of characters. And the 
series keeps the original numbering, but changes its titles to the Uncanny X-Men. So now we're in like issue, you know, 90, but it's now called the Uncanny X-Men. It's continuing. Claremont wrote it, Cockburn drew, later John Byrne took over for Cockrum. Uh, and during this era, from the mid-70s through the 80s, the X-Men have all their most iconic story arcs, that some of which you've seen adapted into movies. Dark Phoenix, The Brood Saga, this thing called God Loves, Man Kills, Days of Future Past, all these really famous story arcs. In 1991, they relaunched the X-Men again, this time they start the numbering over. Chris Claremont hangs around, but he's joined by artist uh, Jim Lee as writer and uh, co-writer and artist. And you know this artwork. I used to have a t-shirt with this on it. It's like that very shiny, very specific yeah. 90s style uh -huh. X-Men that are kind of the X-Men that we all kind of know today because we grew up in the 90s. Uh, and they have some good story arcs too in this 90s era, including the Age of Apocalypse. And that's as far as we need to know about the comics. They're still going today, but that's where our interest stops because that brings us to the X-Men animated series. In 1989, Marvel made a pilot for an X-Men animated series called X-Men, Pride of the X-Men. Uh, it aired on TV and then it was released on VHS and it was adapted into the X-Men arcade game, which I think we've played together at least once oh, maybe. at the barcade. Uh, we'll do an episode on it later, but it did not get turned into a TV show. Long story short, Marvel was going through some financial trouble and they couldn't swing it. They thought it would be, and then it wasn't. That was 89. A few years later in 92, Marvel is able to get a successful X-Men show off the ground with Saban Entertainment. You know them from... Oh, Power Rangers. Bingo. The show's team members and their costume designs are mostly based on that Jim Lee 90s artwork that were coming out at this time. It's all contemporary. They did a lot of multi-part episodes and adapted pretty much all those famous storylines I just mentioned. So they're pulling on decades of comic storylines. Got a lot of material. All the best stuff, because they are only making so many episodes. They can ignore, you know, these months and years where X-Men weren't so good and just hit after hit after hit on this show. So it's a very well-remembered, well-regarded superhero show. It aired on Fox Kids from October 31st, 1992 to September 20th, 1997. They made five seasons and 76 episodes. And of course, there's so much more to X-Men. The comics are still around. All those movies started in the year 2000, predating the Spider-Man movie by a little bit. So they should kind of get some more credit for kickstarting the whole superhero genre. They were one year before Spider-Man. Um, and they've had a bunch more TV shows. And in fact, right now, um, there is going to be a continuation of the show that we're watching. It was announced for Disney+. Plus. They're calling it X-Men 97. It's going to like straight up pick up where this left off, which is kind of interesting. It's an interesting approach because nice. people our age, are very, including me, are pretty nostalgic for this. I liked this show as a kid. I wasn't like a super fan who would track it down, but I always watched it when it was on. We are going to watch, because I didn't want you to commit to a whole long multi-part saga, we're going to watch two self-contained episodes. Uh, season 1, Episode 8, The Unstoppable Juggernaut, about your favorite character, Juggernaut. He's not my favorite. I just remember that once he starts, he can't stop moving. And Season 4, Episode 8, Nightcrawler. Do you know Nightcrawler? You remember him it's from that the movie? movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Like it's you... all weird. Yeah, but... His <laughs> eyes go all weird, and you think he's like maybe setting up the, the crime scenes, and like, is he committing the crimes, and then he takes the pictures. Do you remember Nightcrawler from the X-Men movies? He's kind of that guy and he's like you look like you're doing uh, a scene from Cats the musical right now the way you're moving your body so yeah that's pretty accurate. He kind of like zoom here then he zooms over here and then he's like made of smoke. Hot tail it handsome we don't have much time. What? Who are you? Angels of mercy my friend known to those who love them as Rogue and Storm. Beast! Eagerly awaiting my day in court. By the way, our oversized Slavic friend is named Colossus. He swears he is innocent of the crime for which he stands accused. We believe him. We will need him to help us find the real criminal. That's right. Care to join the jailbreak beast? Thanks, no. But come back during regular visiting hours and we'll catch up on gossip. And tell Jean thanks for the delicious cookies. Come on! 
big and pretty. Let's make tracks. I cannot. It is not permitted. Bajal stopped Yotar. Trust my friends. They will prove your innocence. Agreed, Beast. Dos Vidanya. Ooh, previously. This is this a two-parter? I don't know. Well, I guess this Juggernaut episode is part of a multi-parter. My bad. Yeah. All right, oh. so they were stolen. They're working on a dam. There's a huge man. That's a Sentinel. You saw the movie with them. Who had betrayed them? Do you know who Who's Gambit is? Who's that man? No. Gambit is a Cajun man who throws playing cards at people. Oh my god, I'm so here for it. All right, so they've returned to the mansion after some, some big adventure. Oh, and, and it's the destroyed. destroyed. Okay. Check That's this theme good. song out, though. Whoa. All right. You're right, this is kind of... What is we that? Got like, like a... A lot of synthesizer. Oh, it's rad. Oh, this is good, because this shows me who everyone is. Yep. We got Cyclops. We got Wolverine in a loincloth. We got Rogue. She's just zooming for some reason. We got Storm. Self-explanatory. Oh, we got uh, the Beast. <laughs> Beast he's is, really smart. He's blue in this show. Oh, and then we got Gambit. He just wasn't blue And he's just throwing his cards. And we got someone named Jubilee. She seems fab. Jubilee's we got Jean Grey. And we got Professor X in some kind of, like, tank. <laughs> oh, his wheelchair, yeah, is very high-tech. And you get to see stuff blow up. They're it's in the danger room. It's a lot of blowing room. up. Then we got Gambit. I, what does Gambit do? He wow, we got cards. a lot of mutants. Yeah, these are all the bad guys. So are they concerned like there's a toxic anomaly somewhere? What kind of plane is this? Like a like a super plane? Look at that. I just zoomed right down, didn't they? Yeah, some of them can fly. Are they staff? Are they students? Like, um, are they interns? He, he has trained them. He's their mentor. Yeah, are and they like student teachers? Sometimes they teach. Yeah, the younger generation. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is nice. Do the mutants hold regular jobs at any point? No, no. Professor X is obviously independently wealthy based on the fact that he lives in the X mansion. I I get that. So I I think he can subsidize their lifestyle. If you graduate from Professor X's school for wacky kids. I think you just... Like, could you become like a bank teller? You you could, but I think he wants you to be a member of the team. Does that make you like an indentured servant? Um, No, I, I think you could choose of your free will. You know, I hadn't thought about it. The war room? The war room survived? Must be in a bunker of some sort. I'm here for Jubilee's outfit. Oh my god. Professor X, his eyebrows are (laughs) wild. And then he's like, all right, I'm going on a trip. And the school is just burned to the ground. If I was an insurance adjuster, I'd find that message a little suspicious. Look how muscly the Wolverine is. (laughs) So wait, the Colossus has a regular job. Oh, look, but he's crossing a picket line. Uh, oh, no, Colossus, site. don't cross the picket line. Maybe it's because he's from Russia and doesn't understand. Listeners, never cross a picket line. Solidarity <laughs> so with workers yeah, this, of the world. This construction company or whatever, building owner, hired Colossus oh, no. to be a scab. Because one Colossus could do the job of this whole unionized crew that's protesting. Okay, but part of it is they don't want to work with a mutant. Uh, they said, like, this mutant lover, we can't work for this mutant uh, lover. Oh, so maybe it was okay he crossed that, but they were only protesting because they're super racist against mutants. Yeah, look, they want to run him over. <laughs> they're going to kill him. Still, don't ever cross a picket line, listeners. <laughs> Collective action is the only way that we're ever going to make a difference. Podcaster uh, Union Local 407. <laughs> See, Colossus doesn't understand. Do you totally. know who the Colossus is? I think this might be the introduction okay. of Colossus. So the Colossus has shown up and introducing himself as Colossus from Russia. He's got an accent like Borat. <laughs> And Wolverine just tried to choke him out with his thighs. Whoa. What, what is Jubilee's power? Is she just shooting fireworks? What's she doing? I don't know. I don't remember. But she did just shoot a laser of some sort out of her hands. But it's just bouncing off Colossus. Why is Wolverine sniffing people so much? He's got a good sense of oh, smell. He's got like, like a super a, smeller? Like a Wolverine. Do Wolverines have good sense of smell? Is Rogue also from the South? Who isn't from the South? Poor Colossus. He just wants to experience America. He's recently defected from the USSR, wants to open a bank account and, like, eat a hamburger. Rogue's thirsty as heck. 
She's like, I hate seeing him be locked up like that. What a hunky big what metal a hunky, man. Hunky man. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's out here sniffing the bank now. Yeah, how is he back in his regular clothes? Like <laughs> he these, changed at some point. These <laughs> mutants change clothes like eight times a day. It's exhausting. Who does their laundry? Is there a mutant that just ex- exudes soap? That would be helpful. What is Beast doing here in jail? I just love that they've broken Colossus out of jail, but Beast will not go. Beast is like, no, I must let the judicial system work. Come back during regular visiting hours. All right, here's your boy. All right. The juggernaut. Let me look at him. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> He's got a great design. Look at it. He has no neck. Wolverine's hair is just wild. So, like, Rogue can fly. It's just confusing. How did he get changed? How is oh, yeah, the Wolverine? Look. It's like, he, did he get changed in an now. alley? I'm just, like, picturing him, like, stepping out of his pants, like, behind a dumpster. And putting on that, like, spandex yeah. if it wasn't on underneath. Seems like a hassle. Got a lot of, like, family trauma going on, you know? Also, I know this is an animation error, but Wolverine's <laughs> eyes pointing in different directions is a real treat. <laughs> All right, so the professor's still missing. Oh, I forgot about this weird 3D animated oh ending. God, it's like a video horrible. game when they just spin around. Why is she indestructible and has the power of flight? You are searching for me? Nah. Looking for a moment alone. We are like you and I, angry at the world and ourselves. My pain drove me to seek God. Yours drove you away. Don't tell me about God. What kind of God would let men do this to me? Our ability to understand God's purpose is limited. But we take comfort in the fact that his love is limitless. (laughs) I used to buy into all that. But I've lived too long. And I've done too much. Life will always be hard. I understand this better than most. Yet despite it all, people of every faith believe there is a God who loves them. Can so many be wrong? Open your heart, Herr Logan. Would it hurt so much to see the world through different eyes? Brother, there's a mob headed up the road from Neuherzen. They must have discovered you are here. And they want to rip you into little pieces. Tell me, preacher, what's God's purpose in that? Neuherzl is isolated. The people know nothing about mutants. Perhaps I am here to help open their hearts. I must leave so no one will be hurt. Run it away, preacher. What's wrong? Lose your faith. Oh, here's the theme song again. I can't believe you didn't like this more as a kid. I can't believe this fell in your category of uh, would watch it it if it was on, which literally could have been anything. I know. I said the same thing way back when we did Batman, the animated series, which is like everyone considers it the best superhero show ever. Mm -hmm. It was just like the big, beefy superhero shows. I don't know what it was. They just weren't my go-to. It's because it's an action show. I feel like the, I guess it's an action show, but I feel like this shows you a lot of different ways to be a superhero. It does. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be beefy, you don't have to be big. You could be Jubilee, you could be Gambit. No, I know, I know. Your little Cajun accent. I know, but just like. Or playing cards. That seems like something that would be your speed. For some reason, the ripped muscular characters Mm. paired with the fact that it's just action and not really like any comedy or gags, you know, I just always gravitated towards the comedy. You know, the Ren and Stimpy, the Rocco, the Dexter's Lab. Again, this was fine. I'd watch it, but... I like that this uh, reviled mutant that everyone's scared of has made his own little costume. His own little red and black spandex suit. I get it. I'm not here for this anti-mutant bigotry. I mean, Nightcrawler does look like a demon, though. It's not his fault. He's, He's a, a mutant. He's an evil little pointy tail. He did not pick this. 
He's just a sensitive boy. It's not his fault. They're on a ski vacation. Is it only the three of them? Is it only Rogue and Gambit? And Wolverine is also there for some reason. Why doesn't Gambit have any eyeballs? It's part of his mutation. He doesn't have any eyeballs? I guess. He has weird eyes. What what is he doing here? I guess Gambit has some other power as well. He just made a tree blow up by touching it. I gotta say, I'm a little ignorant to the X-Men's powers. After being rolled up in an avalanche... They ended up in this monastery that caters to ski accident victims or something. You think Rogue's feet are that big? No, she got tiny feet and she can break you right over her knee. Dainty and deadly. Oh no, he's choking him out. The demon is a monk. He just needs someone to give him love. Gambit, wake up. Fight for your woman. All right, so he's telling us his, his traumatic history now, right? So he's a mutant, but like obviously cannot hide that he's a mutant because right. he's a, a blue child. Right. An interesting debate about the nature of God on yep. this X-Men kids cartoon. Kind of a, a weird tangent here. Where, I like it. Where Nightcrawler's like, God does not give up on us mutants. Like, he will care for us. Oh, uh-oh. Wolverine's having an existential crisis. <laughs> he really has, like, a lot of problems with sitting with discomfort, you know? He just, mm-hmm. every time he runs away. We've seen it twice now. I'm ready to sit down and watch my Saturday morning cartoons as a child. Oh, here's an extended debate about God. And including the phrase, my pain drove me towards God, your pain drove you away from God. A lot to digest here. Oh yeah, remember, Wolverine's lived for like possibly hundreds of years. Mm. He can't die even though he wants to. What a tortured existence. Well, at least he's not blue. I'm still a little confused about this thruple vacation though. It's so confusing. I thought for sure we were going to see the rest of the X-Men like also on the trip, but no. It's just Wolverine, Gambit, and Rogue. That was a fascinating episode. Interesting. I just wanted to watch it because I like uh, Nightcrawler, but I didn't expect just so so much. Before we get into our review of this, here's the real question. What X-Men power would you want to have? Like if you had a mutant power. What would I want to have? What Uh, would you want to have and what would you realistically have based on your personality? I would want to be able to like fly around or something, you know? That'd be pretty rad. Mm Mm-hmm. Realistically, what would I have? Realistically, what would you have based on your personality? It'd be like the ability to like turn hair into like a small fire or something. You know what I mean? Like only you can do that now. Only as no, 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 no. But like I could only as much hair as like like I take my arm hair and it would just I could shoot just whatever arm hair is currently grown and it would shoot little sparks. (laughs) That's probably what would happen. It'd be extremely useless. I imagine, right, based on like our understanding of evolution, right, that when like a population expresses a trait and it, it sometimes it gets expressed in great quantities like uh-huh. wolverine but like sometimes it would express in like you're able to just like i don't know light a candle with one of your, like with your arm hairs yeah what would yours well, okay same two questions to you okay Catherine. um what would i want um i'd want to fly right i want to i think i'd want to just be rogue she has like 18 she's powers. got like all the power she's like playing by uh schoolyard rules yeah. she's like and i can fly and i'm invincible and i suck other people's powers out and i'm super strong <laughs> So I think, I mean, she's like undefeatable. So that's pretty cool. But what I have based on my personality, I hate to say it, but I think I'd be like Jean Grey or Professor X. I'd be able to like talk to people's minds. You'd have a mental power for sure. Yeah, probably. But if I was like a low level mutant, like if if it expressed very weakly, I would probably just be able to like suggest what I wanted for dinner that night. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd be, I'd be like... Yeah, I'm going to do the dishes, and then I'd be doing something else, and I would get the overwhelming urge to go do the dishes. I'm like, oh, man, Katie, stay out of my mind. 
Yeah, I think I'd have Jean Grey powers. You'd be based like, on my personality. I don't want to record the podcast today. You'd <laughs> be like, we will not record the podcast today. <laughs> All right, now we're going to review this. All right, Kate, what's your X-Men, the animated series review? I had a great time. I had a real blast. Better than you might have expected? Better than I thought. Better than I imagined. The X-Men has always been great as a franchise, so I think it stands to reason that this cartoon is weirdly good. Here's what I liked about it. Super 80s fashions. Let's use Jubilee as an example. Great fashion choices being made across the board. You're right, it is like very bright and colorful, but not overwhelming in that sense. You know what I mean? Like when you think of like the Powerpuff Girls, which is also very bright and colorful, there's like some animation style to it that's just super manic, and this Mm -hmm. is not. Okay. You know? Killer intro. Love the intro. Very informative. Oh, not the music. Just the... Um, Very informative. Just the, I, look, yeah, the text on screen. What? what do they do? On everybody while they're demonstrating Very their power. It is pretty good. Um, Charles Xavier's eyebrows. Great. Oh, we didn't get choice. to see enough of him in these two. Just his, his hologram in that one episode, but yeah. Long diatribe about God could have oh, that was, taken that was or, interesting. or left it. It was Very a weird interesting. choice. A weird choice for a kid's but, show. Uh, but know. had a message about being tolerant. Like the teamwork aspect. Kids need to learn teamwork. They really do. Kids need to learn that it's okay if two boys and a girl go on a vacation together to the Alps. Why not? So, uh, you know, a thumbs up. A rare thumbs up. Yeah, this is getting a thumbs up. X-Men the anime. I wasn't expecting this. My mutant thumb. Well, did you see, um, we didn't talk about it. Did you see Nightcrawler's hands? He's got great hands. All right. uh, Tune in next week. Follow us on social media. Go to our website, www.nostalgia.org. Send us an email, nostalgia.awall.com. All of the above. Let us know what else to watch. What superhero shows did you love? So far, we got Spider-Man from the 90s, X-Men from the 90s. We did Batman and Superman. We did all of those. I think that's, we haven't, I guess in, in four years, we probably should have done more superhero cartoons, yeah. but we're, we're getting there. We those had all the, the man those and the, the men. <laughs> those are, unfortunately, Kate, those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Those really are probably the four biggest. Eventually, we'll get to like Batman Beyond and like Justice League Unlimited, but these are some heavy hitters, and I enjoyed that. You going to watch some more X-Men with me? Um, maybe if there like wasn't any other TV made ever. The most popular comic book in the world today is coming to life. Don't miss the premiere of X-Men Saturday, October 24th on Fox.